I noticed that Balaji has been hyperactive lately on Twitter and uh, very hyperbolic with his claims, uh, his analysis, his assessments of the current condition of uh, global affairs, domestic politics in America. the basis for his convictions is that he would like technology that uh, supersedes the nation. So sits on top of the nation or detaches from the nation. He calls this the network state. And he wants to extend the uh, idea that companies, communities, and currencies can operate in the network state. And Again, these network states would supersede the boundaries of federal uh, governments, that they would operate outside of the jurisdiction of uh, federal governments, but but not in a pure form of anarchy, in a form of decentralization. Uh, And everyone has an idea of what they think decentralization is. And you hear uh, people that talk about digital currency uh, go on about decentralization repetitively uh, and then they espouse what the benefits are and they do that from uh, from an egalitarian perspective so they believe that their model will inherently be more inclusive democratic that their model will lead them to build technologies that create more benefits for more people and improve the world. Uh, But in some ways, the reality suggests differently. So I think that's where I split uh, with Balaji on the network state. I still see the practical function of government and the benefits that it provides to billions of people. a network state seeks to disrupt that structure. And we see the technology running away uh, from uh, the capabilities of humans in places like China, where the technology can shape everyday people's behavior or their interactions in the society. We know the power of the technology. We've seen the reports on how much damage the technology can be done when it's implemented in a particular way. These technology companies pay PhDs, researchers, to carry out research inside of their organization as some kind of uh, uh, agreement with uh, environmental social governance, uh, thinking uh, values, uh, supposed informal structure. And then they make these arguments, they concoct these arguments that they're going to improve the world with this change they're going to implement that's going to shift the practice of practices of management.
Balaji doesn't want to deal with that structure. He doesn't want to deal with the structure that has given him a perspective. He wants to build a new one and he wants to build it outside of the control of nations. Is that a better place? Is it better to run the technology beyond the nation? Is that freedom? Is that safety? Is that security? Is that egalitarian? Democratic? What? You're seeing this uh, this race that almost seems comical because of the way the commentary is produced and how distributed it is and how much of it is on social media. But you're seeing this race play out in the development of uh, artificial intelligence, which en encompasses a number of things. But broadly, the development is computers that think for themselves. Uh, and, and that can manifest itself in different ways. But imagine the computer can answer a complex question and then it can run a process using its own hardware or your hardware. And then it can continue that process and it can learn and adapt and improve that process. How much control can that computer acquire as it builds more processes? Some of the models that these processes are built around are not easily explained. So you can't explain the approach the model is taking to build the process and to uh, provide the insight. Whoa. And that model at some point is able to grow itself. It's able to automate more processes. Imagine that model in the network state where the players in the economy strap uh, computers onto their avatar uh, that process uh, all of these advanced workloads and they use the capital that they start with to chart out their territory and then they enact their will on everyday people. Maybe even in a similar format as a casino, but it would be called the network state and, and Bology. Uh, would define its politics. To me, the network state is short of practical uh, in that it is built on top of Balaji's interest. It's not built as a kind of ideal place where society would be better for uh, people in the way that these folks in the Bay Area claim it will. But, but it'll definitely be better for the technology as uh, the Bay Area is optimizing for the manufacture of technology because the world has been willing to pay them hundreds of billions of dollars to continue to manufacture technology. You have one of the highest concentrations of capital flows on the planet Earth for the development or the pursuit of development of new technology. Uh, it, and in a lot of ways is not controlled by much government in the Bay Area. So it's no wonder that Balaji would write a book called The Network State, and he would seek to use the technology to build something completely out of the hands of the government. Uh, at one point, they called those black markets. Uh, you know, the dark web. What is the network state? Huh? 
an identity, uh, a nationality? Will it be network states versus nation states? Will network states gain recognition through the United Nations? Will network states be able to participate in war? Will network states shape political and economic policies that impact millions of people? What will they do beyond being digital? What will they do beyond being a marketplace to start companies and participate in trade, to, to build communities? What more than new currency? What more than wealthy people with the technological advantage to develop a society where they are starting out as beyond the most powerful actor in the simulator. Ugh. It's repulsive to me. The indoctrination of uh, people out of the Silicon Valley tech school of thought and the people that live around that school of thought. It's a, they're indoctrinated. Only through the indoctrination that venture capital uh, that comes to the production or the manufacturing of new technologies means that technology companies should run the world. And that is what Balaji proposes in the network state. Where would you start these new companies he's uh, uh, saying would be able to form in the network state? Would you still form them within the boundaries of a nation state so that you had the benefit of law? Or would you create new laws? Would you create a completely different legal system in this network state? If you created a legal system in this network state, how hard would the legalization be? How much coordination would it take to impose the will of the law? Who will impose the law? How will you maintain order? Who, where are you testing these technologies at? Look how uh, the Bay Area tested uh, technologies that were designed to liberate people. Uh, they, in some indirect manner, uh, came up with the idea that they could develop liberation tech probably started with an ayahuasca trip in Berkeley or Boulder uh, or uh, Montana, Wyoming. What about Uray or Telluride, the Hamptons? After that ayahuasca trip, those Silicon Valley technologists and academics said, hey, let's use social media to liberate people. All right, let me rephrase that. Let's use social media to disrupt governments and societies. Oh, let's provide this uh, social media or uh, participate in exacerbating a political dynamic. Let's call it liberation tech. Let's set off a wave of protest in the Middle East. That's the school of thought that Balaji wants to form the network state through. I'll have to do some more analysis. It's hard to read the pages because it's uh, it's interlaced with so much uh, ideology. 
uh, it's hard to see the political frameworks through all of Balaji's uh, ideas and ideals, uh, his beliefs. Uh, but, but what we can see is we can see the structure of the industry uh, and the way that it uses scientific knowledge from uh, universities like Stanford or UC Berkeley, uh, the way it uses its computational knowledge to influence the development of new technologies. And that's the school that Balaji is from. Uh, and so it makes sense that he would use the technology to uh, disrupt society or to disrupt institutions. You know, that's what technology companies once did to other technology companies. And as those new technologies emerged, they would start to shape the society. The network state, to me, seems like it would make technology the mechanism, the sole mechanism that shapes the society. Assuming that you could organize, uh, let's say, 30 million people, for example, in the network state, and they could carry out the functions of their daily lives uh, completely within that network state. And that network state was recognized in some manner by other institutions. Uh, you know, like, it's one thing to fund yourself to Mars. You build spaceships. It's another thing to try to fund the system that is going to be uh, on Mars. Balaji is treating Earth like Mars, and he is applying his indoctrination to this Marsian Earth that he's created in a technological simulation. It's atrocious politics. Uh, it's worse than the forward party. Uh, the problem I also have is it, it has a lot of capital behind it. Uh, it benefits a, a lot of uh, uh, developers or uh, uh, entrepreneurs, uh, excavators of technology that are indoctrinated in a particular school of thought. Uh, and it justifies itself each time that there is any uh, amount of shakiness or uncertainty in the global economy. Uh, you know, you have Bitcoin maximalists who haven't said shit for the last six, eight, ten months that are starting to come back alive, that are starting to have hope that there will be major capital flows out of uh, currency, uh, uh, out of um uh, whatever traditional currency and, and then back into digital assets that they are projecting that digital assets will at some point in the near term become more stable than, uh, traditional currencies, uh, like Bitcoin, uh, it's silliness. Uh, it really is. It's silliness. Uh, and the network state is riddled with self-interest. Uh, I mean, it's, it's almost pure self-interest. Only an academic could write their self-interest, could express their self-interest with this much precision in a book that is uh, hundreds of pages. Uh, you know, he, he starts with a one state description, a one image description, 1,000 words, 
and one essay on the network state. So he gives you his ideology in different sizes. Uh, and then he moves on to describe the history of uh, states, governments, uh, the information ecology, uh, the political spectrum. Uh, and then he goes to this idea that he calls the tripolar moment, and he puts it between the New York Times, the Chinese Communist Party, and Bitcoin. <laughs> a bipolar America and a tripolar triangle. Moral power, martial power, and money power. Submission, sympathy, and sovereignty. Conflicts and alliances. He's describing an ideal state, and it's a network. It's a state that operates on a decentralized network. He talks about decentralization and recentralization, but but you can also re, uh, you can also analyze decentralization and recentralization, which is the fourth chapter of the network state. You can analyze those uh, when you look at the ways that people may try to enact uh, religious or political will uh, across broad blocks of territory, decentralization, recentralization, distribute the decision-making, concentrate the decision-making. Hopefully something decentralizes it again. Otherwise what? You call for a revolution? Uh, in this decentralization, recentralization chapter, he even makes mention of American anarchy, Chinese control, and whatever an international intermediate looks like, right? So he's calling for a new set of institutions that exist in this network state, and he's providing his uh, prescriptions on uh, the future of this network state. And again, what is the network state? I don't care what his one sentence, one image, 1,000 words, one essay says. You can read that if you want to drip in his ideology, okay? But I do know that the network state definition uh, is the way that he wants people to behave on the technology. So when they adopt his technology, his network state, his decentralized uh, ability to operate beyond the boundaries of nation states, beyond the current capabilities of nation states uh, with new currencies, new communities, and new companies. Uh, he is setting what he believes are the boundaries of that state. And, and he's doing it through being critical of other technology companies that exist today. Uh, and uh, maybe even his perceptions of uh, the federal government, politics, central banking, uh, academia, uh, you know, a slew of institutions. He has critiques for a slew of institutions, and he believes he can overcome those critiques in a network state. So I'm going to start paying more attention to his rhetoric because... It's not that I want to highlight the views of Balaji because I subscribe to his ideology. I most certainly don't. Uh, but it is an ideology that has a lot of resources behind it. 
and it's growing. Uh, and there's a large audience that he can tap into with the idea of a network state, especially uh, under uh, the conditions of uh, recession uh, or uh, some major shifts in the uh, politics or economics of daily life. So I'll come back to this.